Well, it's been a while, but this is the 131st episode of the Rebel Scum Podcast. My name is James Ozile, being joined with... James. Oh, I mean Brock. <laughs> Brock is joining me right here. The Rebel Scum, Scum Podcast, coming Rebel to Scum you podcast. through YouTubes and... On YouTube, and also anywhere you get your podcasts, uh, that's where we also are. Check out Digital Charcuterie, though that might change. Brock, we're going to talk about that after the show. Uh, but check us out. We're everywhere. We also have the Outlander Club, a Rebel Scum podcast, uh, and we have That's So Wizard, where Andrew Fantasia talks for an hour about movies. Sounds awesome. I don't know. Yeah, it actually, uh, it is. Uh, not. <laughs> Uh, it's a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you are watching us on YouTube, give us a like and a subscribe. And if you are listening to us, just our lovely voices on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Sound, or Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeart Music Canada. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Everything you can, give us a subscribe and a five-star rating. No less than five-star because we deserve five um, because my internet is holding out today. Uh, Brock, what's up? Oh, you know, just living the good life. It's summertime. Uh, officially, we've what officially, a week, yes. a week into it. No, tomorrow's almost a week. a week. Tomorrow's a week. Wait, no, I'll, by the time this goes up, it'll be a week for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, yeah, a week ago, Star Wars Celebration shocked the world. Yes, a unbelievable, week ago, man. We uh, unbelievable with. <laughs> Within an hour, we the VIP and four day passes were sold out. Soon to be followed by Adult Saturdays, which is so funny. And then a couple a couple days later was Friday. Yep. It is so I was I was under the impression that it would sell out quickly, but not as quickly as last yeah. year. Um, I was thinking a week. I thought for sure you'd have a week to get four day passes, and the, the so I did not get a four day pass. Neither did you. Oh, but I, well, but no, it, yeah. it was. But it was our birthday. So yeah. for me, I was busy. Like, I yeah. was out. Like, I was having a good time enjoying my life. And I was like, you know what? I will check Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and they said, four-day pass is 90% sold out. And I was like, oh, man, Aaron, let's just get them. And I went on, and they were gone. I'm like, what? This is insane. So I called you immediately. And you were like, it's my birthday. Get off the phone. And you hung up on me. And then you, bu you, bought, you bought day passes. Yeah. But, like, were you shocked that they went so quickly? Yes and no. I mean, that's way faster than Chicago. But yes. after Chicago being Chicago, I was like, well, we should probably jump on it. And then once I purchased my four-day classes plus an extra Saturday for my lovely girlfriend, Reham, who patiently loves to go with me to these things. Uh, but she can only do one day at a time. And then she's like, I am going to go to the parks, the Disney yeah. parks. So long, suckers. That's what she likes. How she ends all our dates. So long, sucker. Um, yeah. After getting the bill for that, I was like, "Oh, boom!" I understand yeah. why people do get four passes, four day passes, because you save like, I think almost two hundred dollars. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah you up. save a lot." So I just think it's ridiculous how fast they sold it. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, like, I don't know. It just seems like did they like have they? There's something wrong. When when a convention a year and two months prior can sell out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like like I feel almost like it's a scam. Like I've been f catfished by celebration. <laughs> like I, like an hour, you're telling me 
I know there's a lot of people, but maybe you're selling less four day passes than normal mm-hmm. at that point. In yeah. an hour, give me a br- like. That's what got me. And look, I don't care. I'm going all four days regardless. Yeah. But but like an hour. I feel bad for you know who I feel I actually feel bad for the people that went to Celebration Chicago spent like two years saving up for that and they were like you know what I want to go to Anaheim mm-hmm. but I can't buy my ticket right away I've got to wait just a little while longer and now they're like well I got to wait for I don't know Light or all those uh, third party websites to, to sell secondhand tickets to them because because they sold out in an hour and I'm not saying scalpers bought all the tickets that's not where I'm coming from I just think that they they're not selling the amount of four day passes. Mm-hmm. Now Saturday pass is another story completely. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but I feel like the, especially since they haven't announced anything. Because I'll say this to you, Brock, right now from from Orlando, from when we went in Orlando, even this year in Chicago, Saturday aside, well, I mean Sunday, but Saturday is for me not an interesting day to go to celebration. Mm-hmm. The good stuff happened on Friday. And Thursday when we were in Orlando. Saturday yeah. was Rebels, which was great. But if you remember, we were burnt out on Saturday. Yeah. We left at like 2 in the afternoon. We were like, we're, I wanted to go to Battlefront 2. And once that ended, you were like, I'm good to go if you are. <laughs> so yeah. uh, obviously that changes for you with, with your girlfriend going because yeah. now you'll spend most of the day there. But but for me, I'm looking at Saturday like, well, that's the day I'm probably going to duck out early because I yeah. will be tired from the previous. Especially since you think about Empire Strikes Back will probably happen on the Thursday again, just like A New Hope. Friday will be who know whatever the big thing is, and then Saturday, uh, maybe Clone Wars season eight. Maybe yeah. Rebels, Rebels. Imagine Rebels season six, oh. Brock. Just imagine. No, Rebels no. Season six. It, it wouldn't even be Rebels. It would be Ahsoka, Ahsoka, and Sabine. Yes. yes. Back in <laughs> Back to the Future. I'm like, ah, <laughs> like. Anaheim would Anaheim, and I hate to say it. Anaheim Convention Center would just blow up. It would be boom. Yeah, yeah. Like the roof would pop oh. off, and everybody would like run around ripping their t-shirts. Like ah. Ashley Eccles, like, Ashley Ecclestein would be somewhere just sobbing because <laughs> she likes to cry about Star Wars, which is awesome. But, but her universe is raking in the dough at that point. Oh like, yeah. Oh my oh. god, bring it in, bring it all. Like, could you just like? I don't think that's going to happen, mm. but if it did, like, oh. I mean, who, like Clone Wars and not being announced was insane, but imagine Joe just like Saturday, they're like, there's a Dave Filoni panel. This is my panel, and I just want to tell you, uh, Ahsoka Sabine series. Oh my God. <laughs> It'd be like the, La- the Lakers winning the NBA championship, just like st- street <laughs> fires and like people like slam. I'm like, ah, it's the greatest yeah, thing ever. Yeah, yeah. I'd totally be down for that. Uh, but what, do you have any expert- expectations for Anaheim? Aside, obviously, from what we just decided is going to happen now. Um, I don't, because it's sort of, you're right, we said this a couple weeks ago or last week, or I don't know, I can't remember when things happen anymore. Uh, there's no movies coming out at that time. We might be talking more about Disney Plus stuff, uh, but the next movie won't be on the horizon for a while. I mean, they could drop some little hints i guess i that's why i kind of like i like it when they drop a little bit of information every like six months about future projects and like i'm uh hey i'm totally fine if like whatever they announce ends up being like untrue or something or not untrue just they change it or whatever um but yeah i mean i have no expectation i'm excited because i changed my vacation this summer to not go to California because it's like it doesn't make sense to go two times in a row. Um, so I'm going to be 
hyped to go there anyways to see Disneyland for the first time and then hopefully Galaxy's Edge. Uh, but I know it's it's a good spot, I think. I think I've said this before. It's cool that like Disneyland is across the street. I looked it up. It's literally, I think they share a parking lot. <laughs> the convention center in Disneyland. Yeah, you and your girlfriend are all over mm-hmm. that. Like, so. all over that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people are saying on Monday's live stream, by the way, Monday 7 p.m. live streams, uh, that you know way too much about uh, about what's going on there. But mm. that's good for me, for me as somebody that's going to be going there with you. Yeah. Because um, I get to... Uh, I get to reap the benefits of <laughs> of you knowing, and and it's so my my so Aaron, my wife is obviously coming. My wife and 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 for some reason, my sister has decided to come as well. The Thursday and yeah. Friday, only. she's like she's like I'm, I'm I'm she's like I'm no more. I can only do Thursday and Friday. So my youngest sister's coming, uh, but she she is looking more forward to to Galaxy's Edge, Brock. She's nice. like I want to go to Galaxy's Edge. I'm like all right. I don't know when we're going to go to that, but we'll go. Didn't she just go to Orlando with her friends like a couple months ago or something like that? She's going again in September nice. to Orlando. Yes, <laughs> she's got the Disney bug or just the Orlando. Yeah. I- <laughs> she does, but you, you know what? She 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 wasn't with us at Orlando, but she loves the Harry Potter world. Mm. Um, and so I think if you like Harry Potter and you like Star Wars, how would you like having that experience in the Harry Potter world? For me, who like I like Harry Potter, but I'm not. I don't have a Harry Potter podcast, obviously. Um, but I like it. But and yeah. being there, I was like, "This is super cool." Like, you love Harry Potter. You've read all the books mm-hmm. and everything. So you probably your experience was a little bit more intense than mine, probably. Mm-hmm. But I was like, "This is amazing," and well, to hear Galaxy's Edge, it's like, oh, like tenfold, you know? Uh, it's funny. Like I went with Reham, my girlfriend, last summer. It was her first time to Universal, and then uh, her first time to Disney. So we did Universal and then two Disney parks, and it was a. <laughs> It's a slog doing that many parks in a week if you're... Because yes. we had other plans, too, so it was, like, something every day. But she uh, she liked the Harry Potter, but it Disney just blows every other park out of the water. So the way Universal's kind of set up in Orlando, she didn't... And it was also super-duper hot, so, like, it might be better to give it a chance. Though, I will... Now that you mentioned uh, Stacy, your sister, going, and she wants to go to Harry Potter World... I think Universal in California would be more interesting because I believe that's an actual movie lot, correct? Isn't parts of it an actual movie lot? I think, but she's she's been to Harry Potter and stuff like that. Oh, so. yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, you know I what mean, I mean? Dude, like, maybe it's a yeah. slightly better experience because, you know, there's the Paramount lot you can go to, which uh, I know is the same, well, not the same thing, but... Yeah, it's different. I've been to both Universal's mm-hmm. Florida and California, and... They're essentially the same thing. Yeah. But I don't think they had E.T. in California anymore, but they did in Orlando. So, oh. Orlando, you win. <laughs> Although, I'm still mad about the Jaws ride. Like, come on, I man. think the Jaws ride is in uh, L.A. still. I no, it's part of the tour. It's part of the tour. Oh, it's part of the tour. Okay. So, you go on the tour, and then they're like, oh, a shark's yeah. coming. Oh, it's Jaws. And you're like, oh, my God, there's a shark <laughs> on the boat. That's scary. But I was super impressed with that because I love Jaws. Yeah. Um, and, um, I bought Jaws bathing suits and Aaron's like, you're an idiot. And I said, am I? And, uh, so we, <laughs> we agreed to, we, we just agreed to disagree. And I wear my bathing suit all the time. Now it's Jaws. I don't care. Oh, speaking and of Jaws, like, uh, I think I've told you this in the past. Now you can start watching Jaws when you watch Jaws as the movie progresses. Right. Cause I believe it starts on the last week of June. The, like the movie yeah. chronologically. So you can watch. 
bits and pieces there. of Jaws as it happens. <laughs> so you watch. You, you know what? Yeah, you watch a scene at a time. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. <laughs> I watched. I, I saw on, on my birthday. It was like <laughs> it was like 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Or maybe it was like 11. It might have even have been past my. It might have been like midnight or whatever. I go, Aaron, I want to watch Jaws. And she, I watch Jaws like every day. <laughs> and she said, okay. I was in shock. Like normally it's like, ah. And then she puts on Game of Thrones or something. And I'm like, I just want to watch Jaws. I just want to watch the scene where Richard Dreyfus comes by and starts pouring the wine. And then, and then, uh, Chief Brody pours the wine. He pours himself a giant glass. That's all I want to do. I just want to watch that. What and it, I watched it. What is the town called in Jaws? Is that Amity, Amityville? Amityville, yeah. Which Amity. is hilarious. Amity. <laughs> I'm always like Amity, the horror Amityville. Or... I think they're actually both like the same. I don't know. They're in America. <laughs> it's America. Fourth of July. It's going to be a panic on your hands on the 4th of July. <laughs> By the way, I got... Uh, I got feedback from an actual editor on my book, Cape Side Bay, Ooh. this week, which shocked the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got this email, and they're like, here are my editorial points. And I'm like, oh, let's see what this person did not read. <laughs> and they actually read the book and gave me points. Uh, uh, like, not points, but, <laughs> like, points. Like, here's what needs to be improved. Here's what we should work on and develop. And I was like, this is a, I appreciate this. Thank you. And um, but the one thing they said was, your mayor, I loved your mayor. It was the mayor from Jaws. Nothing to change. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And that, I mean, you've read it. That's the point. Like yeah. the Jaws is the, like the mayor is the mayor, and that's the point of the mayor. Like, like I don't even we hide will that. have this Fourth of yeah. July party or what is what is the yeah. event? It's in Labor. Your book? I went Labor, Labor Day. Day. Labor I went Day. Labor Day because it can't all be. But like. That, but that was the thing. Like the, the mayor was the huge homage to Jaws, and mm-hmm. I was not afraid. To, I didn't shy away from it. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. just who this mayor is. Like, just to, and I was, because the last editor that they gave me did not read it at all. Yeah, and uh, and I was, it offended me greatly. But this person actually read it, and I was like, these are the points I wanted to hear. So anyway, that was a side Akbar on that. So, <laughs> um, I don't know how we got into Jaws, but we did. Anyway, I want to talk to you a little bit about Galaxy's Edge quickly. This is from. Uh, from our good friend Nessa, ah. uh, I don't want. I'm not gonna go. Yeah, you know Nessa now. We don't want to go highly into what she, she gave us. Some amazing detailed emails yeah. going into it. Yeah. So I just we'll talk about that on another day. Uh, probably when our other friend Mason, he's uh, working on a video for us about Galaxy's right, Edge. Right, 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 right. Um, so I just want to talk a little bit about this. Uh, we we touched on these briefly on the live stream, but the drinks at Galaxy's Edge, Brock, the drinks, yeah, the, and the food, but mostly, let's be honest. The drinks. What what is going to make my wife agree to go to Galaxy's Edge with me? <laughs> Getting tanked at Disney. So so we'll start with a Tatooine sunset, and this is unsweetened tea lemonade uh, with melon and blueberry. That sounds actually nice. deli- delicious. That's non-alcoholic. It sounds like, and that's only five forty-nine. Yeah, that sounds right. Which is like eight bucks Canadian. I could deal. It's a, you know what? It's Disney. Like, I could yeah. deal with that. Uh, Melbourne juice. Uh, which is Aguafresca pineapple lemonade with blueberry, white mm. cranberry juices. Oh, this sounds good too. Uh, lemon juice and dessert pear. Desert pear, not dessert. I can't read. Uh, also, five forty nine. Sa- here's when they get sour sarlacc. Sour sarlacc. Limeade. I'm in. I love limeade. Yeah. Limeade, uh, raspberry, and spicy mango. Ooh. Ooh. 
I do uh, like that. Actually, that's also 549. Moof juice. <laughs> Moose juice? Moof juice. Moof juice. Also 549. It's, it's pine- pineapple passion fruit, and it's a kombucha. Kombucha. Ooh, kombucha. Uh, Aaron, Aaron loves kombucha. Yeah, so does Rehem. Um, it's basically just carbonated water that's colored. I don't care what anyone says. There's no flavor in kombucha. It's distilled tea is what it is. <laughs> it is carbonated water. Or not water. distilled. Um, uh, it's flavorless tea. What do you do to alcohol? You distill it, right? Yeah, it's flavorless, Brock. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just agree on that. She's like, this is so good. I'm like, it's red. It's a redder version of the last water we had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. It's fine. I'm only joking. Uh, found- she loves it, though, and it's not a cheap. Uh, fountain drinks... <laughs> I don't know. That, apparently, that's what they call them at Galaxy's Edge. Four nineteen water bottles are three ninety nine, relatively cheap for water in re, in comparison to Canada's Wonderland here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and this is my favorite comment. There's too much food to list, but the prices range from seven forty nine to eighteen ninety nine per item. The <laughs> lower end being snacks. All right. Uh, here we go. Alcoholic beverages. Fourteen dollar drinks uh, are the Jedi mind trick. With, uh, <laughs> The Jedi Mind Trick is Kettle One Botanical Grapefruit and Rose Vodka, John D. Hmm. Taylor's Velvet Falernum. I don't know what that is. Bowls Blue Curacao. Curacao? Uh, Curacao. Curacao. I can can read. (laughs) White. I can't actually see my computer screen. I need a new prescription. White (laughs) Grape Juice. White White Grape grape Juice. So good and not uh, popular enough. In my opinion, lime juice and grapefruit bitters. Grapefruit Ooh, bitters. Jedi mind, Jedi mind trick is make, creeping. His, I am putting away twenty dollars Canadian for that one, maybe. Uh, jet juice maker, uh, jet juice, jet juice is what it's called. Maker's Mark bourbon. Okay, I'm, I might be switching. <laughs> Ancho, Ancho Reyes Chile liqueur, or is that Anco? I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of words I can't spell. This also has white grape juice in here too. For $15, you can get the fuzzy. <laughs> Brock, I'm going to buy you this drink when we go. Sick, man. It's, I love it because it's, it's – and you know the, they got to have like uh, collector cups or whatever, fun, funky yeah. glasses. Uh, similar to – I don't know if you ever heard of this. It's in Orlando and in L.A., I believe, or Anaheim, rather. Uh, Trader Sam's and Chantatiki Bar. It's sort of like in one of like the hotels, but like – Yes. It's known for its crazy glasses, like ones like a piranha. It's like, and you drink out of it. Uh, so then people will go there and just like buy, spend like probably 30 bucks on glasses alone, not including what's in it. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, we I'm should so just, psyched for that, we man. Should do a, well, this one, I'll buy you this one. This is the Fuzzy Tauntaun. Fuzzy Tauntaun. Peach, peach Ciroc, which by the way, we bought in Orlando and I just had it on Saturday. <laughs> oh my God. Peach Ciroc. So good. Hmm. Yeah, Peach Ciroc. So good. There's other stuff in there as well. Nice. Uh, T16 Sky Opera. Uh, that's handmade vodka and a bunch of other stuff. Handmade. Dagobah Sl- yeah. Slug Slinger. Uh, that's tequila. That's too strong for my blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, for $16, you get one called the Outer Rim. I believe that is X-rated. You get Patron out of my league as well. It's Patron, um, Lime Juice, Pure cane sugar topped with black salt and exotic fruit Ooh, black puree. salt. Yeah, ooh, for $16, it should be gold salt. <laughs> uh, $17, $17, you get the, the Bespin Fizz, which is Bacardi Superior Rum, which is just from Brampton. So really, this should be like $2. <laughs> 
yuzu puree, uh, pomegranate juice, white cranberry juice. They're all about the white cranberry here. And yeah. cloud swirl. And Brock, this is the one that I think as a group, as a collective, we should have. And maybe we even we should get one for one of our Patreon members if we all go together. Yeah. Uh, we might not be able to get in. But if we did, uh, the Yub Nub. Yeah. The Yub Nub is Malibu Pineapple Rum. This sounds like it's up your alley. Sailor Jerry Spice Rum, Citrus Juices, and Passion Fruit served in a souvenir Endor mug. Now, I don't understand two types of rum. I'm not a rum person per se. I mean, I'll try this drink for sure. But like <laughs> spice rum and then coconut rum. Is that what coconut something rum? Is that what was the first one? I just uh, like that the... just seems a little No, crazy. yeah, it's pineapple. Malibu, so Malibu pineapple rum would be super sweet. And yeah. um, like Malibu, Malibu and a Coke is like, you're like, I'm yeah. on vacation. <laughs> uh, spi- spice rum is, spice yeah, rum is smooth. Is like, like spice rum isn't bad, but like, yeah. like the Kraken, like, is it the, do they use the Kraken, do you think? I don't think so. I think they no. use like, uh, what's that one? The, the Wisers. They don't use Wisers. It's American. They wouldn't use Wisers. It's American. That's Wisers Canadian, American? Yeah. Canadian. That's like a rye. Yeah, they wouldn't use it. Yeah, with well. spice though. They have the spice one is what I mean. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's all uh, yeah, I don't know. And then beers are twelve to fourteen dollars per pint, which is more expensive than Universal's Harry Potter World. Yeah, um, they justify it because they're craft beers, but so is Harry Potter's. So, uh, look, I'll say this: I like craft beer. I actually love. You know, yeah. I, you do too. Like we both yeah. put in craft breweries. It's fun. They're way too expensive, though. Um, and this is even more expensive. So there you go. And she's actually has sent more emails, but we'll get into those. Uh, yeah, in other thank days. you so much, Nessa. Because. Yeah, it's awesome. Just like I like you and I obviously haven't been there, but just hearing other people's experience there yeah. is just so much fun. Like living vicariously through everybody else. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's funny how like because you said there's some craft brews on there, but you think like Disneyland would have their own craft brews? I don't think they do. I don't remember seeing anything like that. Disneyland or oh, I've not been to Disneyland, but Disney well, World. Here- this is what I don't get is they're like, this is the only place in Disney you can drink. But in Orlando, mm. like everywhere but the Magic Kingdom had alcohol. Yeah. But but here's but actually, I think Galaxy's Edge is actually in Magic Kingdom in, in California. Yeah, it is. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas in Orlando, it's in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So drinking, like you can drink in Hollywood Studios because I had a mango margarita at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And we were de- we were debating it. And then this like 50-year-old guy walked up and he goes, I'm on vacation. And I was like, well, we are too. So why aren't we having a mango margarita? And you're like, and relax, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the Stormtrooper parade happened with yeah. Captain Phasma. And we were like, this is amazing. And just like that experience combined with what you like Galaxy's Edge is – it, th- this is uh, the weird thing for me is um, is Orla- like Orlando is this immersive so it's it, Galaxy's Edge is a, an immersive experience whereas uh, Star Tours and that parade is uh, is not that is like uh, that's an attraction you're like you're seeing people whereas when you go to galaxy's edge you're meant to feel like you are in the star wars world which brock i don't know if you're old enough to remember hanna barbera land at canada's wonderland yeah yeah but it seems to me like this is just a ripoff of hanna barbera land where you got to eat lunch (laughs) in a flintstone car 
and you felt like you were in there and you went on the ghoster coaster and <laughs> Scooby-Doo was in Shaggy's arms because there were ghosts. Now that doesn't exist. It's all SpongeBob and whatever. <laughs> I just want to say there was a Smurf village. I don't know if you remember the Smurf village, but you walked through the Smurf land. It feels just like that. So somebody needs to figure out what's going on because I miss Hanna-Barbera land. And I want to go to Galaxy's Edge. And that's my rant. <laughs> do, do you remember the Smurf Village at all? Yeah, like, yeah, I do. I do. I don't. Was, I don't even go on rides, but I went on to all those things. Well, those that, that wasn't a ride. That was just like you walk through and go, like, no. "Oh, Papa Smurf, look out! Gargamel's gonna get you." But, but that's all, what like, I mean. Like I remember that stuff because that's all I did. I didn't go on any rides. <laughs> uh, You're the worst. You did go on that Harry Potter ride and you loved it. Oh god. And now that roller coaster that you and Aaron went on, I didn't, is now Hagrid's motorcycle adventure or whatever it yeah. is. It's still a roller that coaster, ride. but it's like, Wah. I lost my voice on that damn ride. <laughs> like, I, was, I was yelling like, oh, man. Oh, man. You were carrying my glasses and we got it. I'm like, I can't find Brock. I can't see anything. <laughs> I was walking around with my arms out like, ah. <laughs> And I'm just standing there in... Di- or not Diagon Alley, it's uh, Hogsmeade. And I'm like, how many things do I- can I do before they get back? <laughs> I uh, tried the Butterbeer. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Harry Potter World was a lot of fun. Yeah, not was. enough Dobby uh, for me, but what are you going to do? Yep. Um, anyway, so uh, Star Wars hired that new producer, Michelle yep. Rejwan, and yep. uh, everybody hates her because she's a female, and God forbid a female runs a company. Or whatever, I don't know. It's I'm just like, you know anyone what? running the company. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> oh, she's a female. I hate her. This is how we get views, Brock. Just ah, grr. I'm not gonna say we launched the picture, but ever since we used the picture of uh, her holding the X-wing fighter in front of her for like the our thumbnail for the live stream, I'm seeing it constantly on Instagram, and I'm still like. <laughs> Who like who? This is not news in my like. Yes, I would like to comment on it, but I'm like, this is not exciting news. It's not like, oh, we found out that uh, <laughs> Luke is but, not <laughs> is he's not no. dead. He's 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 in the Millennium Falcon, and now him and Ray are gonna soar the galaxy. That's news. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think she's gonna do a good job. I'm not crapping on that, but I'm like. Who cares? It's, I mean, yeah, I guess she's the new person we can blame if something goes wrong, but, like, she hasn't even done anything to our knowledge yet. I, my, my only thing is it's super exciting to me because this tells me that there's somebody in charge of the plan whose yeah. main goal yeah. is to focus on the plan. I don't give a rat's butt, but. tum, who it is as long as they can do it. And I don't know anything about Michelle Rejwan. Yeah. I don't. And I'm not going to pretend to sit here and be like, she's overqualified or underqualified or why would they get... I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. don't care. Like, that's not my job. My job is to go sit in the theater, eat some popcorn, and like Aaron said, look like an idiot smiling for two hours while the movie plays out in front of me. That is what... That's all I want out of Star Wars. I don't care. Those names in the credits deserve all the respect in the world. Yeah. But I don't care who they are as long as what I see in front of me is awesome. And so far, she hasn't done anything to disappoint me because I don't know who she is. Yeah. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. 
And I'm okay with that. You know why I'm okay with that? Because I just said, I don't know who she's. If I knew who she was, that could be because she was terrible at her job, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she produced, maybe she produced uh, Basketball. <laughs> hey, that's a good movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. And that, but you know what I mean? Like, she's produced a lot of comedies in the past. I know that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe we'll get some more humor in these. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe Larry David will show up in Star Wars. Is that bad? I look. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I think people get up their panties in a in a bunch. Is that the expression? I don't know what the expression. It's like they, they like. It's like they're treating it like she's a flat earther or something. Or it's like she like <laughs> wants to make America great again, and she thinks we're all living in the Matrix. Like, is she insane or something? I don't understand. Like, like uh, did, did she? Yeah, did she come out and be like, Star Wars needs more of this? And everybody's like, No, it does. Like, she hasn't said anything. She's been like, I like Star Wars, and I, you know, I learned a lot from this. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. Do your job, do your job, do it well. That's all, that's all I care about. I don't like. I'm just so annoyed with the like. There's so much nonsense going on out there. Like I sent you a thing on, on Twitter where people were complaining about Ray at Galaxy's Edge. Oh it's yeah, like, it's like a freaking college student trying to earn a living. And you guys are complaining because she's like, I don't know, like what her eyelashes are too long. It's like, shut up! It was the like, little girls are the little girls are loving this, and you guys are bitching. Yeah, yeah like wrong. she lives on a desert planet. She wouldn't wear eyeliner. I'm like, first of all, it's a movie. Daisy Ridley was wearing makeup. She wasn't wearing the stereotypical crazy like contouring, but she was in a movie. She was wearing makeup, so she looks good on camera. Come on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... I will say it's nice for those details, but, like, it's Disney. They don't know what they're doing. And, like, they're taking their time with Galaxy's Edge because they're like, okay, this is something new we're doing, and also, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Like, this park is now canon, right? Like, it's such a big deal that Coke is now canon, in Star, the Star Wars universe. It's not. It's in a theme park. It is, like, I'm sorry your 30-something-year-old 30, 30 self yeah, yeah. can't get past it. Like, relax. Like, the little kids that are in the park are having the time. Like, I love the videos that people are taking of kids being, like, threatened by the First Order or Ray, like, sneaking around the park. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And do you think they care that the eyeliner is a different shade than yeah. she had in the first scene of a, The First Awakens? Who yeah. cares? Like, these kids are the for kids. Yeah. You're 30, 40, 50 years old. Go on the Millennium Falcon ride. Be like, that was awesome. And shut up and go to the cantina <laughs> and get some blue milk. Like, stop complaining about a theme park. A theme park. Rock. <laughs> when I was a kid and I saw Donald Duck at Disney, I was like, well, that's not Donald Duck. That's a guy in a costume. But it didn't ruin anything. Like, it was Donald Duck. And I was like, go buy me it. And I went and I bought myself a Donald Duck ceramic figurine. Speaking of which, I have a whole bunch of Donald Duck stickers for you, so remind me to bring them to you next time I see you. I actually had a birthday present for you, and I forgot to give it to Yeah, I know. Daryl. <laughs> friend of the podcast, Daryl P. Lewis. That's not his middle name. He got me, he got me this shirt. I. <laughs> is it that Raptor shirt? Or no, the, the Greedo shirt. Uh, so you got Greedo, you the Raptor's Greedo, yeah. hat, right? Or did? No, no, he got me a Greedo shirt and a Yoshi shirt. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, I told him to get the Mario ones. Uniqlo. I've said it before. Yeah. Uniqlo. What a great place. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, for sure. for sure. No, I actually asked him for the Yoshi one. Oh, you asked him like, for it? Okay. Like, two, like, when I asked you for the Ewok one, like, before that, like, a month before that, I was like, you get me the Yoshi one? He goes, yeah, I can. 
I don't know. Like I sleep twenty feet away from uh, our good friend Daryl, uh, or not, not in the same room, but like in the same house. But it's probably what thirty feet apart. But he's in the basement, and I haven't spoken to him in three weeks because I'm just not home when he's home. <laughs> so it's like, oh, no, I wonder what he got him. <laughs> uh. uh. Anyway, everybody needs to just relax. It's a theme park. Let let Michelle Regwan yeah. do her job. And you know what? If 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 the next three movies come out, the next three live action, whatever come out, and you're not happy, voice your complaint. But if you are happy, voice yeah. your satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Go both ways on it. Don't don't be out. That's female dog out. Yeah. And, and only like complain when it goes wrong. Applaud when it goes right. Yeah. If you like something, let everyone know. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you right now, based on what we're doing. Your views will suffer. <laughs> what did you say? Our, your views will suffer if you're positive. Oh, yeah. Be negative and you'll be a billionaire on YouTube. That's not a thing. I'm making that up. Uh, all right. Um, uh, Brock, We I've ranted most of the time. <laughs> so this is the ranting spot, po- podcast. The ranty scum I podcast. Just, <laughs> you know, it's just you go online and there's so much. There, and I've like drowned out a lot of negativity, but there's so much positivity. But then this theme park stuff, it kind of... And then Michelle Regwan, like people are like questioning this hiring. Well, look, if she was hired, it was based on something. Yeah. It wasn't just like, you know, Kathleen Kennedy grabbed a hat or Bob Iger, whoever it was, grabbed the hat and was like, mm, Michelle Regwan. No, it was like this. It was like, well, uh, let's look at the candidates. This person, this person, this person, this person. Yeah. Uh, you are all qualified to some degree, but let's find out who's right for the job. Yeah. And then they went through an interview process and they talked and they discussed. And at the end of it, Bob Iger and Kathleen Kennedy said, this is the person that is best for the job. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the the cast members at Disney parks have a hard enough job as it is, especially if they're characters. Like, if you're a Disney princess character in uh, Magic Kingdom, like, you know, Belle or... Ariel or Cinderella you you can't not be a character there's a guy that plays Gaston that's a pretty popular uh fan favorite uh that like they have to be in character all the time they you they they only talk to you as a character and what have you and like that's gotta be stressful they have to look exactly like these characters so like let's not crap on them they're just doing their job it's a magical magical place and if you're not happy when you're there, maybe you should leave because let somebody else in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's for it's for kids. Yeah, I was gonna say like we can go ahead. No, I'm like we can all want to go and have a great time, but yeah. ultimately it's for kids. It's for yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna save this story uh, for Hollow News, but it just came up today that apparently people are taking things. From Galaxy's Edge that are not supposed to be taken, like sporks from like one of the cantina, or like I think when you get on the Millennium Falcon ride, you're given a card, and you're like, okay, I'm the pilot, I'm the engineer, I'm reading this, and then you're supposed to leave it. People are taking that and surprise, surprise, selling it on eBay. So things that didn't cost them anything, ideally, they're getting, they're, they're. They're charging. People are getting like the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar lightsabers and charging like six hundred dollars on eBay for them because they're like, well, people will buy it because like it'd be easier to buy it this way than get to the park. And that actually, 
Mm-hmm. Not no, it's uh, yeah. I know people are kind of ruining because now like Disney's seeing what's getting sold and taking those things away, and you know it's it, like people are ruining it for everyone else. But this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, you know, in in 2020 when we end up at Anaheim, we're assuming there's going to be more rides, correct? And Perhaps well, rise of think, the resistance for sure. Yes. Yes, and like you know, maybe there'll be new drinks. Maybe there'll be new food. Maybe there'll be cheaper prices. I I don't know. You know, right? Like it's everything's high because there's high volume and you can make money. And then also, I think like they raise prices as well to not over like to get greedy, but like I think they're like okay, we can only make this much. So if you're gonna buy this, we have to price this because. I think I, I could be totally wrong. This is just on my opinion. Disney promotes you, or promote tells like promotes the idea, bring food into the park. There's no as much as the food is expensive. Yeah. You're totally allowed to bring a cooler. You're totally allowed to bring your own drinks and water. I don't think you can bring alcohol, but like you can legit walk around with a rolling cooler. Like there's places to store them. Uh, there's no one t- stopping you from bringing those things because. They know how many people are going to come in. So it's like, okay, it'd be easier if you just brought your own food. So it's like, that shouldn't... It's like, you are making the decision to spend this money. So, I don't know. It may be in, in 2020, it'll be an easier place to go to. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm going to go no matter what. Can't wait. All right, let's move on to Never Tell Me The Odds. Never Tell Me The Odds. Today's odds are brought to us once again by Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Everybody's Our favorite. Everyone's favorite Patreon. Today's Patreons are Heidi Fetter. Thanks for joining us last week. Yeah. Heidi, that was a lot of fun. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, JRB Nerdcast, Scott D, Jacob Nixon, Andy Higgins, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tony Comstock, FP, and everybody's favorite. The Den of Nerds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the way, Den of Nerds. Yeah. Darth Maul is appearing in episode nine. <laughs> uh, it's called Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, there's a toonie for the Anaheim drive. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Our first odd. The odds are behind the scenes real at San Diego Comic-Con. Sorry. Say that one more time. The odds of a oh uh, right a behind the scenes reel of the rise of Skywalker at San Diego Comic Con. I mean, I believe it was announced a couple of days ago that they're not making an appearance, but yeah. it doesn't mean they couldn't just have like an impromptu thing, right? Like that'd be awesome. Okay, uh, you don't I, have to. I think. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get Mandalorian at Comic Con. Mm. But you know what? D23 is coming. And yeah. that's when they're going to give us that stuff. I'm going 11%. I'm going to go zero because I believe them. <laughs> I think I think it would be a baller move to like, oh, uh, you know, we have a Marvel panel. It's like, oh, by the way, do you guys like Star Wars? And then they play and then that drop mic. <laughs> oh, that would be epic. But yeah, zero percent. Uh, odds of Shivp's return being connected to Luke Skywalker's death. 
You know how I feel about Palpatine. Uh, I'm gonna go ten percent. I'm 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 down for it, but like, I don't know. It just as much as Palpatine is important in the prequels, like he's kind of unimportant in the original trilogy. He's just a, a, a tripping block for one movie. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he's a great villain, but like. I don't think there's a real connection between Luke and Palpatine. But, like I said, like if you can spin a cool tale, go for it. So, I got to go full Brock because I, I, I agree with you on the connection between them. Mm. But at the same time, Luke is the most powerful Jedi. He's the last Jedi yeah. and all this stuff. And so in order for Shivy P to feel like he can finally return, maybe he needs that Jedi to, to die. As Snoke says, if Skywalker... Uh, returns the Jedi will rise or whatever, right? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so maybe they need that. Hey, look, there, there's this whole idea that possibly Kylo Ren was never actually uh, seduced by the dark side, and maybe all of that nonsense that happens with uh, Luke, Luke Skywalker and Kylo was all uh, fabricated uh, just just to kind of trick Shivp into returning in some capacity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I just made that up right now. That maybe. That uh, the idea that Luke and, and Ben both knew that there was some evil at play, and so they needed to pretend that Ben turned to the dark side uh, to bring to kind of bring out Shivp, and maybe Kylo Ben had to go deeper than he ever wanted to, and actually had to kill his father, and that's when he says, "I know what I have to do." He kills his father because he not to turn to the dark side, but to lure out. Palpatine. Sure. <laughs> uh, I don't hate it. Like it's. I don't think so. But so it's so many things that you have to be like. Oh, by the way, uh, I mean, I, I just said that so, so we have a title for this podcast. I think. Uh, I mean, it piques my interest. We were talking about it on the uh, the live stream on Monday. Andrew mentions like, oh. This has all been a plan all along, and if you go back in the books, you can find little pieces or whatever, or at least that's what they're saying, and I'm like, that's fine, I like that idea, but like, I don't know, I think it might be a little bogus. I think, like, the story group keeps their, think their, their hidden, like, their ace up their sleeve close to their chest, they don't tell the authors, they're like, oh, by the way, you're gonna say something along this that will make no sense until Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. I think it would be fantastic, but I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, no. I, we'll see what happens. All right. Our final lot is brought to us by... She's not done yet, Brock. Heidi Fetter has come back woo, to give woo, us her woo. last odd. Here it is. Hey, guys. I have a never tell me the odds for you. Um, if Ray turns out not to be a Skywalker and she's either a Kenobi, a Palpatine, Solo's love child, or a nobody, what are the odds that the next saga will be about her and the new rebellion fighting the first order or the new empire going beyond kylo ren and the skywalkers in general i was just wondering about that all right thanks heidi what are the odds of that brock i know you've been sitting on this odd for longer than a week because we've been meaning to record this one yes. for a while but life gets in the way if this was a week ago I would be like, full rock, or I'm going to say 75% just to give an answer. But, as you will find out in Hollow News, there is 0% that she's coming back. Or, like, is that. But, mm. no, but also, if you watch the Good Morning America interview, she mm. kind of doesn't. She, like, 
her she gives two different answers. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I she, mean, it's so vague. America, but... She's like, "On Good Morning America," she's they're like, "Will you be in the next one?" She's like, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> Because like, she does, like the thing is, she doesn't know, but I'm gonna go, yeah. uh, 7.9%. Yeah, I mean, there's also a good chance that like she'll be mentioned in other movies or something along that. And you know, that once if they close the door on that character, then they'll start making more stuff, yeah, like comics or whatever. So, uh, I would love to have Daisy Ridley in future shows, but or future movies that's what my mom calls movies we're going to the show uh yeah no she might also be she might that character might also be dead by the yeah. next time we see her all right thanks heidi if you guys have any patrons uh will you guys watch the video that i did all right and uh brock hollow news ha wait this is in honor of aaron quinton patreon supporter aaron quinton who watched uh the show fully a couple weeks ago he he sent me a video of him singing our old do you remember our old theme song for hollow news <laughs> hollow news. Hollow news. Hollow news. Live from Coruscant. So there you we go. We welcome to Naboo and then Tatooine, and it's you and me. Anyways, hollow news. As I uh, just mentioned, <laughs> Daisy Ridley is just saying I'm not gonna be in the next movie. Uh, apparently, I think she was doing an interview with BuzzFeed, and you know how great of a journalistic outlet they are. Uh, top 10 reasons, uh, top 10, uh, places to get selfies done or like, we'll guess your age by what you, what do you order at, uh, Baskin Robbins? Uh, she was in an interview recently and she said, from what I know, I'm not going to be in the next one. It's a no right now. Um, but you know, there's nobody stopping nothing from happening, you know? Mark Hamill wasn't supposed to be in the next one, I think. So now he is. I, I It must be interesting uh, because, you know, Daisy Ridley has said, oh, I had, a call, I had a conversation with Colin Trevorrow about what his episode 9 was going to be. And then I believe I read recently, too, that J.J. Abrams told her the entire synopsis in, like, a cafe. And she's like, you're talking really loud. But then when they actually shot it, it was totally different. So, uh, we all know scripts can change. Uh, and this is kind of old news, but I want to say, because it's a fun story, we talked about it on the Monday uh, live stream. Pablo Hidalgo, the uh, our, our Canadian brother, and basically the Star Wars historian that knows every nook and cranny of Star Wars, found an interesting error in Empire Strikes Back where in the scene where Luke is being hung upside down by the Wampa and his lightsaber is in the snow, if you look closely enough, it says New York on the bottom, which it used to be a... It's the uh, tube? The flash tube? I got it here. Where is it? A graphics flash holder for a camera, I believe, just a typical old style flash camera. Uh, and if you look, it says Graflex made in New York. Uh, everything else was obscured except for the New York, so New York is now canon. <laughs> uh, so that's cool, like, nobody else has noticed this, and it's really fun that Pablo Hidalgo, of all people, discovered it. He's like, I've watched this movie several times, and 
you know, obviously you might have noticed it in the theater because it's a bigger image, but like to see it now that I, our video, our films are looking better and better on TVs, he saw it. So that's fun. Sorry it's old news, but we got to talk about it. Uh, also, we did that story. Ah, here's one I've been waiting on. Uh, Snoke will appear in some new comics. Uh, if you've been reading Marvel's Star Wars Following along the last few months, there's been the Age of uh, Republic, Age of Rebellion, and now they're slowly moving into Age of Resistance, so we're going to see, I believe, the Finn and the Ray and Poe comics have come out, or about to come out this month, but next month in July, we're going to get a whole new uh, smattering of them, and we're... It's going to be Age of Resistance Rose Tico, Age of Resistance Supreme Leader Snoke, and Age of Resistance, I'm sorry, Ray has not come out, and Kylo Ren. We already had Poe, Hux, and Phasma, and Finn is what we have already, are about to get. So we're going to see some Supreme Leader Snoke mixed in uh, his own story. Not with Kylo Ren, or not in like a, a Ray story of some sort. It's going to be strictly him, so that's going to be really interesting. Uh, let me see if I got a synopsis here. It will delve into young Ben's seemingly endless granddaddy issues and the lingering specter of Anakin Skywalker's fall to the dark side that hovers around the young man. Sorry, that was the Kylo Ren synopsis. In Snoke's synopsis, it will chart the early days of his corruption of Ben and start of the young boy's training as a dark apprentice as the mysterious Darksider contemplates just how best to break the latest son of the Skywalker line. Boom! Coming out in July. If you love Grand, uh, Grand <laughs> Grandmaster Snoke, Supreme Leader Snoke, you gotta pick this up. Uh, I'm sure like the Kylo Ren and the Snoke might fit nicely together. It's a good pickup. But check that out. Um, and then our final story. This is a fun one. Apparently, uh, if you remember in Empire Strikes Back, there's a gentleman running around in Cloud City with what looks like an ice cream uh, maker. Well, that item has now been given a name. Uh, it is called a Camtano, which is a type of safe. And we're the reason why we've been it's named is like it will be seen in the Mandalorian where Werner Herzog's character, who has not been identified yet, but apparently he is going to give the Mandalorian one of these Camtanos for finishing a job, and it's gonna have something either money or credits or maybe a secret or some kind of plot device, a MacGuffin even to get us to some cool story. But it's been called that. And it was teased by John Favreau on his Twitter, I believe. And it's, it looks exactly like what it looked like in Empire Strikes Back, except we have more details and it's a little bit more sleek. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Like in, uh, yeah, this has been the Hollow News, the news you need to know right now. Hollow News. Da -da 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 -da. Hollow News. <laughs> and we're going to be standing by for. Top five. Top five. Standing by. Top five. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. We're going back to our roots. <laughs> What's uh, our top five top today? Five. Today, top five are brought to us in part by our Patreon, Andy Higgins. Andy, thanks so much for bringing this to our attention. Our top five action figures or toys. Yes. Good. Good. Andy says, I know you guys don't have kids, so it's probably not. You don't care. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, we are kids. 
so my top five might actually be very boring, um, but these are toys that are near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. and I don't care. What about you, Brock? Do you have a good top five? I think so, because I. Uh, it's not, you know, you know me and my Funkos and my action figures. I could just pull this one and this one and this one and this one. Uh, but I tried to be a little creative with this one, so... You ready? Well, I didn't put I didn't put any Funkos on mine. So, what's your number five? My number five actually is your Funko. I don't own this one. Uh, the Funko General Grievous, because it just has so many details, and for a character that's very like, you know, very thin and like, you know, the action figure for Grievous is kind of weird sometimes because of how his limbs work. It looks great, and uh, I'm assuming you're pulling it out and showing it to the screen. Uh, it's a fantastic, it was exclusive, I think, with the Bounce, Smuggler's Bounty. So, yeah. Or Walgreens. Uh, but yeah. Because as you said, I did, I did grab it for everybody to look at. It is behind me on the desk. Nice. Um, none of mine are behind me on my desk. That is one of my favorite Funkos. It's great. It's Mm -hmm. up there with my Kifisto and my Anakins. Uh, what else? I have a bunch of Funkos that I really, by the way, Funkos, the Han Solo Funkos are available at Dollarama. <laughs> I, I got a Han Solo and Lando, and a, a, a co-worker of mine got me Chewbacca. Nice. A friend of work got me Chewbacca, all from Dollarama. So, uh, hashtag make Solo 2 happen. Oh, God, so please. More, so I can get more <laughs> Dollarama Han Solo figures. Um, my number five is the old school 1980 Tauntaun. Ooh, yeah. I actually... I like that figure more than I like the 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 animal in the movie, which I do like the animal in the movie. I love the animal in, in Battlefront as well. But I used to, I, I think I said this on last week's episode, I used to get Yoda stuck in that thing all the time. <laughs> and I loved it. And I'd be like, Dad, Yoda's stuck. And he'd be like, James, Yoda doesn't go on the Tauntaun. And uh, <clears throat> so that was one of my favorites. I always loved uh, that one. That's, so that's one, of the, one, one of those things that if you have in the original box, the box is almost better than the toy because just the style of the box used I, to come in like it's and they're, they're yeah. redoing it now but like it's great yeah it's cool that they redo it. But for me a lot of those like original toys from before i was born came from older cousins that kind of like, right, were like yeah. i'm done playing with toys i used to go to my mom's cousin's cottage like every summer yeah and every summer the, the other my cousins will all get a year older obviously and i was i was the youngest by years and they'd be like here's my star wars i would come home with buckets of star wars figures from from that and i think that's how i got my tauntaun uh, so I never saw the box when I was a kid, but I did get the <laughs> yeah, Tauntaun and it was awesome. Dad, get the Tauntaun. <laughs> What's your number four? <laughs> My number four is a little obtuse, but I'm just going to say the black series figures. As you can see, I have all my star stormtroopers here. I love collecting specific, but the details of the black series and Andrew Fantasia will back me up on this. It's just wonderful. Like, Things they do with that is awesome. So I couldn't choose one. I just like just that series in general. Not the small ones. They're good too. But the, what I don't know, six inch ones, fantastico. Yeah. Uh, I went with the Elite series, uh, especially the, the original ah, six yeah, yeah. that they came out with. Because those were the most fun. And I think those are the best detailed figures mm. that I've ever had of everything. I like the Elite series, but Poe Dameron's eyes are like messed up. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. His black series, I mean. Like the Elite series, I find are uh they're pretty top notch i haven't got them since the force awakens i kind of stopped for for more than one reason i had to stop uh but i did but andrew picked me up the praetorian guard from last jedi at celebration this year um so that's my number i couldn't pick one either so i went with uh the elite series for my number four 
Yeah, I always go into Disney and look at them, and like sometimes I just like because especially right now they put out a lot of droids. Like there's yeah. like the Gonk droid, and I yeah. think yeah, different uh, Astromex. They... I'm like, ooh. When our dollar went to poop, those mm. prices skyrocketed. So oh, yeah. it was it kind of hurt. But anyway. What's your number your three? Your number three. My, oh, number, my th- number three is the my, I'll go, my number three is the original Millennium Falcon toy. Ooh. I used to put my Han and Chewie in the cockpit. I used to fly it around in my basement in Brampton, Ontario, where Michael Sarah's from. And he used to go, Bang. he wasn't bored this time. By yeah. Way. And I used to, and I'd play around with those ones. And I would step on my He-Man, and I broke four or five He-Man figures. <laughs> and my parents were like, we're not buying you He-Man anymore. You've broken too many of them. Are you sure you uh, broke it? Because you remember how the one He-Man figure, you could flick his chest, and he would get damaged? Maybe no, you no, just I had that one. no, I had that and the Skeletor. No, the, yeah. I would step on the arm and the arm. Would, I did that with my Winston <laughs> Ghostbuster as well. My dad, they wouldn't buy me another. They were like, we're done with this. They, he screwed his arm in. There's like this. If I can find I'll show him next week because I think I have it. There's a giant screw in the arm of my Winston action figure. <laughs> and it's just like massive. Uh, but whatever. I Yeah. You know what? I was a kid and I stepped on my He-Man's yeah. while I was playing Star Wars. And that's how it was. Then they gave all my toys to charity. <laughs> and that's why you don't speak to your parents anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number three? My number three is a, uh, it's almost a viral viral uh phenomenon the chewbacca mask from about two years ago made famous by chewbacca mom because she put it on started laughing and it because it with the mouth opens and shuts and he goes (laughs) so good amazing (laughs) like it's It's okay that mine's on movie quality it's a it's an item that like if this woman hadn't bought it and made a video of it People would have passed it by. I mean, I think people yeah. be like, "Oh, that's cool," but like, yeah. it it really took on a whole new thing because of that. She like she they, Disney every time they sell one, Disney should give her a pro, like a share of it. Just <laughs> yeah. like here's a dime, we sold yeah. one. She put that thing on them. I would not look at that thing twice, but <laughs> when she did, I'm like, maybe this is a good idea. <laughs> uh, my number two are the entire series of the Attack of the Clones action figures. There was oh, something okay. about those that I was. You've seen. I have like a small collection of them. Mm-hmm. My R2D2 is yellow right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got them all back from my dad recently, and I'm like R2 is yellow. Uh, I just had a lot of fun going out and trying to find those ones when I could. Uh, so my number two is the Attack of the Clones series of figures. I gotta give a shout out. I, I should have told you about this. There's an Instagram feed. I forget what it's called, but it's literally this dude that collects all the Star Wars action figures, mostly like from like the 90s onward. And it's just different. He sets them up and then just, it's like, this is the Lando from the, uh, Star Wars 2000 re re-release and it's like it's very nice <laughs> but it's got stuff like that like Attack of the Clones it's I can't remember what it is maybe I'll look it up while you're talking but mm, great Instagram feed I, I it's amazing how people can entrance you anyways my number two we're going back to the black series specifically I wanted to like not talk about action figures but I'm calling it the Black Series lightsabers. So the current lightsabers oh, you can buy now, because nice. the detail is so good, and even the part that lights up is kind of—it's way better than it used to be. You know what I mean? Remember when like it was just like yeah. you would flick it and it would go out like this? It, like it looks like, like there's like that glass plastic around where the, the the LED light or whatever it is kind of gives it that feel of a, a lightsaber before it's even on. So I like that a lot. Yeah, that's awesome, and they. 
Uh, that's why I can't wait to see what the, the uh, Galaxy's Edge $200 saber looks like. Cause it's got to be that on, on roids. And my number one, I went to the toy store with my mom when I was a youth. And she, she had the employee reach to the top shelf. She had to ask somebody to get it off the top shelf and bring it down. And she said, young James, little James, <laughs> this is for you. And I said, mom, you're the best. I always wanted the Ewok Village, Bright Tree Village. Oh, my God, Brock. This thing was incredible. It came with Low Gray and another Ewok, and I think Wicked because I have all three of them. And it was the Ewok freaking village. Amazing. Amazing. Incredible. Unbelievable. I'll never forget. You know, I was like four years old. When my mom, like, I remember it vividly. Like, we were in this toy store, and she's like, we need that. And I was like, we do need that. She's <laughs> right. That's what we need. Like, Dad, work overtime. We need to get that. And, she, and they got it for me. And I was like, whoa, this is what spoiled is like. So it was one of my great, and that's gone as well. And, I, and I've said this to you before because we've looked it up. They took that same, like, mold and made the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves yes. treehouse. Because I had that one, and I'm like, <laughs> when you showed me a picture of the Ewok Village, I'm like, I have this too. <laughs> we, if only I had mine, we could combine ours and make oh, one giant village. Oh, I don't I, – I, oh, that would be amazing to keep it and be like, but, this is not it. <laughs> by uh, the way, for my birthday, I did get a bow and arrow, so my Janna cosplay is very close to being complete. <laughs> My number one is kind of similar to your number three, but I called it the 90s Millennium Falcon. I don't like, I would love to put those two together. So the, you know, the re-release of uh, the action figures in the 90s when we were kids, uh, I had more of those than the original 80s ones. Uh, But I remember someone I knew had that one, or maybe it was an 80s one, but it looked like it looked newer. It was just like massive. It was so big. Because it had to be scale with the action figures, right? So, I would... I mean, if I had one today, I'd be like, why do I own this? I feel like I would mount it on the on the wall or something because it's so big. Because it's yeah. like, where where would you put it? Like, we'll just leave it on the dining room table. It's totally fine. Just work around it. Like, <laughs> But yeah, yeah that's my number massive, one. Amazing. amazing. It was... Uh, the original one that I had, I think it was similar to what you're talking about. It was so much fun. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they don't make... I don't think they make toys like they used to. You know, like, I just, I don't know. I, I look at the, the solo figures and I like them, but they're not, they're missing something. Maybe it's they're missing me as a child. That could be it. Yeah, right? yeah. Or whatever. I, I think they're, they're missing something. I think the Black Series is really sort of taking over for like quality figures, but then it's like kids aren't, I mean, parents, not kids, kids will buy whatever. If they had money, they'd buy anything. But like parents aren't going to spend the, 20 to 30 dollars on a black series in comparison to like the cheaper like those those uh those larger skinnier action figures they do it for marvel and now they do it for star wars that's like your best buy for a kid because it's just like 10 bucks here you go here you go i'm not not gonna lie the resistance figures i have the uh commander Mm. pyre because i think he's the coolest looking character right now i have that one and i'm not gonna if i had a kid that was old that was uh age four plus i would get them these figures for sure because they're like cartoony and they're fun yeah looking. yeah and they're just like i'm like this is a good time you know like, yeah. like to me that's a good time because again toys as andy said to me earlier was they're for kids so <laughs> let's also not let's not forget that as well like black series are great for us but i you know you're not gonna give a four-year-old a black series you're like that thing cost me thirty dollars you put that down <laughs> 
as I'm slowly surrounded by plastic figurines. <laughs> no, it's no, but it's fine. I'm not yeah. saying that. It's just like when we complain about them, it's the same as a Disney yeah, Park thing. Yeah. It's for kids. Like, let's chill, relax, and, and have a good time. All right, Brock, 131 episodes of the Rebel Boom. Scum podcast. I can't believe it's been this long. I can't believe people are still listening to us after we after I complained about <laughs> Disney Parks. About people complaining about Disney Parks, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate letters for that one. Yeah. I say letters. It's like hate emails. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> they look terrible. Ray, Ray. Uh, I still want to know if they're going to remove Ray and Kylo in the month of December. Like, December 20th, they're just like, oh, they're not in the park anymore because they're off on Pasana. Yeah, like, they can't be on Batu because they're on Pasana right now. And then you're like, oh, okay, I buy that. because, And then they have, like, somebody else on the park at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Watto. Anyway, Brock, uh, I hope you had a great time today with me here talking Star Wars. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, one thing I want to say to you um, from the bottom of my heart, I just want you to know that you were always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.